Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Africa Business of Sport podcast with myself, Adam Spio, and my ever-present co-host, Jabu Mtwa. Today's episode is the third and final part of our hashtag FIFA Agents Rec series, where we speak to leading football agents and journalists about the implication of the new FIFA football agent regulations for different stakeholders of the Africa football ecosystem. Today we have with us a top-level football agent with years of experience with African players across the continent. He is known to have spotted one of Africa's greatest and finest forwards of all time and is the founder of the Spox Football Agency. His agency has grown from strength to strength over the years, making him ideally placed to star in the recent documentary Deadline Day Football's Transfer Window. I would urge everybody to watch it because it was produced by Pitch International and it's available to watch on Sky Documentaries and now. Ladies and gentlemen, Zasha Empaha, the agent of Liverpool FC's forward, Mohamed Salah. Welcome, Zaha. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, nice to talk with you. So just to really dive straight into the conversation, a lot of us here, agents, agents being pushed around. And not a lot of people really and truly understand the role of an agent or know what it, it, it takes to become an agent. So just to give us a, a good insight, where do agents stand in the global football ecosystem and how crucial is the role to the success of every football tournament, every football game and tr- truly the, 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 the daily running of football operations? I mean, first of all, you have to differentiate a little bit, okay? A football agent is not a football agent, okay? I prefer always the word manager, sports manager, okay? I studied sports science and uh, communication at university, uh, wrote a book about the economy of German soccer, uh, was manager at Eurosport, managed uh, big sponsorships like Bayern Munich for T-Online, before I founded my company, which is doing sports marketing, uh, football business consultancy uh, and uh, classical uh, agent work. Uh, let me put it this way. So you cannot compare uh, apples with peaches, as we say in German. You know, it's <laughs> a little bit strange uh, translated. Okay, but I think you can imagine what I mean. Uh, so you need to be serious in your job. You need to have knowledge uh, about the game itself, but you need also to have a certain business instinct and you need to know what your clients, the football club, but also the player want and what he wants to achieve. And this is something what you need to serve. Uh, I think that the football agent, let use this term if you want, um, are the most important persons in the, or one of the leading, most important uh, element in the network of the football because a football agent put uh, people together, okay? Especially in the African uh, ecosystem, it is uh, crucial because African players are spotted by the agents. I mean, not with every agent. You cannot also not say that everybody is an agent. Some people are only football watchers or, or scouts. Okay, but at the end of the day, um, those people which love football, which love African football. They are going to the ground. They go to Ghana, for example, like we do. You know, we had always every year our tournament where 
We brought uh, from Mohamed Salah to Benjamin Tete or Emmanuel Soa, many players to Europe, uh, where we invited football teams to come to join us. We helped them uh, in in uh, transportation and later on, on with a visa, okay? But we led them also to the talents, okay? It's the same in Egypt, in Senegal, or what we are doing, for example, now in Tanzania, where we started with uh, Samata, and now uh, we have uh, new exciting talents uh, to come to Europe, uh, like Novatos, for example, in Zultavaragem, just to mention a few. So we are exploring the continent. We spot the players and we bring those players to the clubs because football clubs are not just going to Africa. Okay. I mean, this is something what people believe. Okay. Uh, that uh, a football club has its scouts and they are traveling across Africa to find players. Okay. The only football club which I know which used to do that. Okay. Is Erst Seanderlecht, but this was let's say 15 years ago with Albert Martens who was traveling around uh, and brought a couple of players to to Belgium okay normally it is not uh, a strategic point of football clubs to go to Africa so you have to bring the player to the clubs so of course it's then uh, critical because uh, if nobody is seeing you in Africa then it's also not easy to bring you to Europe or to uh, North America uh, uh, or Asia, which are no, now new markets. Sasha, just to speak more on specifically around the African football ecosystem and where agents fit in that system, you speak about how you have to do a lot of the scouting, the responsibility of scouting players, especially in Africa, it falls on the agent. So just how unique is it to be an agent specifically in Africa compared to other continents? Now, first of all, uh, Africa is a different infrastructure. Africa has many cultures, okay? I mean, uh, Northern Africa is different than Western Africa or Eastern Africa or South Africa. So you have to deal with different mentalities uh, and uh, you have to contribute to that, okay? So when I do business in Egypt, it's different than in Ghana, okay? But what is um, the same is that you have to spot the talent by yourself which means you have to travel a lot to Africa. This costs money. It's not that you travel to Africa and you see uh, all of a sudden 20 players which could play Premier League tomorrow, okay? You have to fly more often to find probably one who is good enough where you say, okay, this is some somebody where I could put my energy in, okay? So in order to develop the career on the highest level. Very often with us, because we have some experience, it works out. But sometimes due to injury, you know, can happen. Okay, injuries can happen. Uh, you have then, uh, of course, also uh, some tragic events. And then you are still there, you know, for the player that he has at least a normal career. Okay, this is going, is happening also uh, a lot of times. And um, they are not shining but uh, they still have uh, their income, okay? And uh, they are happy. So we feel here responsibility to be there as well. So uh, you should not always associate us with the top stars we made, but also with those which where we helped because we wanted to help. I mean, I think this is a very important factor also in Africa where uh, football is a big hope, okay? 
when you're a talent in Europe, probably you have maybe another plan B, okay? Maybe you could go to university, you could do something else, okay? But in Africa, often it is the only chance to have a wealthy life. And uh, here we feel also responsibility, a, a, a responsibility. Um, and, uh, and this is also something which you have to uh, take with your, on, on your shoulders. I really like that. And for me, what it keeps telling me is that you, you really understand, you really, really do understand the football ecosystem here because there have been situations where agents come in from Europe or from the Americas or from wherever part of the world and they come to Africa and they expect to use the same approach with the players here, with the families here, with the teams here, and they realize that it doesn't become successful because whether you like it or not, the conditions are very different. So now it's more of a, a more intentional, maybe sometimes slow-paced, but then it has rewards in the long term where even though the player may not necessarily go pro to the Premier League or the Bundesliga or in La Liga, they will still have something around them, like you keep saying, where this is the only option, the only option to sometimes make it in life. And I really like it when people come in here, they tend to understand the industry first before creating change. Because when you don't understand the industry, then there's no link to create change. There's no link to help anybody. And then you become redundant. And depending on how your mindset is, you may either be frustrated and leave or you may not want to help again. But Coming in here, doing your homework to understand how the industry works is extremely fascinating. Let's jump straight to the new FIFA agent regulations. I'm sure you have so many thoughts, opinions, and, and maybe um, feelings towards it. What are your thoughts on the new regulations with regards to the main changes that have come through, the issues that it's trying to tackle because it's both good and bad as per our conversation with other people around it, and then some of the challenges that you may see um, um, coming forward with regards to the, the regulations in the weeks and months ahead? I mean, uh, for me, the FIFA agent, new FIFA agent regulations are not necessary and they are even harmful, especially for Africa and minor leagues. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, I'm a citizen of Germany. Okay. I'm living under the rules and under the laws of the German um, laws. Okay. So, which means I'm already controlled by those laws. If I do business in another country, I'm already controlled by the laws of this country as well. Okay. I pay my taxes. I do this and that. Okay. I don't need a FIFA to control me. Okay. I have a university degree. I have um, years of experience. And uh, this is what counts. Okay. Um, the FIFA is making a regulation uh, and they are pretending that they are an own state which can make laws, but it's not a, a state. The FIFA is an organization, but it's not a state. Okay. So I have to accept my own laws. Okay. This is one thing I want to say. The other thing is, of course, it is also about money. Okay. But football agents need to earn money. If you don't earn money, you cannot travel to Africa. Okay. I mean, uh, finding a football player in Africa. Okay, cost a lot of money. I have to fly to Ghana. I have to fly to Senegal. I have to fly to Tanzania. I have to fly to Egypt. Okay, I have to pay hotel uh, uh, 
uh, in in these countries. I stay there for 10 days, 14 days, okay? And then I have to organize a trial. Then the talent might come to a small country like Austria, okay, with a small salary. Imagine you get 6% uh, uh, of a small salary. You know what? You have even not paid your telephone bill from that, okay? On the other hand, you have contracts which do not protect you as an agent, okay? The contract with a football footballer can only last two years, okay? But what are two years if the boy is coming with 18, okay? Um, with 18 uh, to um, to Europe, okay? Um, and then with 20, all of a sudden, you may uh, think he has to leave now another, to another agent or whatever. So your investment is vanishing. What I want to say is it needs to be uh, profitable, okay, also in the beginning, okay, because otherwise nobody will go for scouting in Africa anymore. It's finished. It's finished. Honestly, it's finished. It's very, wow. very before you find a player like Salah, El Neni, Trezeguet, who we spotted in Egypt, I had to travel 30, 40 times to Egypt. It's not uh, uh, falling from the tree. You know what 40 I mean? 40 times. Of course, I have to travel. You know, wow. it's not. Uh, you have to spot. You have to watch matches. You have to be on the pitch. Okay, it's a scouting job. Okay, uh, it is sports management. The whole world, the whole world agent is already wrong. Okay, it's sports management. Okay, and if a football club wants to have then a super talent, they have to pay for it because uh, if they sell the player then for forty million. Okay, uh, you know, they are profitable and the guy who spotted the, the, the player might be uh, out of uh, uh, money and uh, maybe in, 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 in death. Is it, is it fair? Not at all. Exactly. So where should be the motivation? We do African scouting for holistic reasons. Okay, I'm very, always very happy if a, if a talent I see as a teenager is becoming a top player, a world-class player, and he plays in, in the Premier League. It, it is satisfying you, okay? But at the end of the day, I have also to earn my money. So uh, if somebody uh, tries to make uh, the market tight, okay, or uh, then it does work. I think we have to change something in the agent world, okay? In my opinion, the agent world should be more academic, Okay, there are a lot of people running around with no clue, with no, with no moral or whatever. Okay, because they are not academics. They don't know anything about sports business. They don't know the concept of scouting. Okay? That's very true. Yeah, and there's another aspect. People, uh, players cannot differentiate who is a good agent, who is a bad agent, because uh, do they do they see that somebody has university degree or is a lawyer or is a sports business guy, uh, they can't judge, they can't see, okay? So in my opinion, uh, sports agent should be an academical job, okay? Or for former players, okay? And uh, uh, other people should be only an exception, okay? But uh, there should be not uh, so many people running around with no clue. This is true. But the FIFA agent regulations, as they stay at the minute, uh, are, first of all, against national law, 
okay, because there's competition law in Europe, but this is something, you know, in detail you have to ask a lawyer, okay. Uh, and uh, secondly, they are completely unnecessarily uh, unnecessary, and uh, it's also not accepting the fact that, especially in Africa, a player is spotted in most cases by an agent, developed by an agent, and uh, it's time investly. Uh, and uh, so, so uh, if it does, if it's not worth it anymore, when you bring an African player to Europe with 18 and you get somebody gets you 1,000 euros, 2,000 euros, but the flight to Ghana is already 4,000 euros. Nobody will do it and the result will be that no player from uh, Africa will enter to Europe anymore and it will have an impact on your national team. So uh, I think, uh, I cannot imagine that the uh, CAF or the African football uh, federations uh, are supporting FIFA here. I cannot imagine, but it's also something you know you have to discuss uh, internal. It's not my it's not my matter. I just give you the um, my point of view. Yeah, and this is a question that I have been struggling with throughout this entire series. I've been speaking to all these different agents, and I'd love your thoughts on on just how how problematic is it that given the significant amount of work that is expected of an agent within Africa, can the I, amount of scouting they need to do, the amount can, of... Can I tell you uh, something like this? Uh, what makes me sad is 10 years ago, it was much more easier, 15 years ago, it was much more easier to bring an African player to Europe. Okay, let me start like this. We started with Isaac Forza from Ghana, who we brought directly to Hoffenheim. Okay. Nowadays, it's almost impossible to bring an African player directly to the German Bundesliga. First of all, there are work regulations. Okay, the players are not uh, allowed; they don't get a working permit to play in the under nineteen or in the second team of the Bundesliga team. Okay, so a team like Dortmund could say, "You know what? Uh, I cannot integrate in the first team directly. He cannot play in the second team, so the African market is not interesting for us." Okay, it's already disadvantage number one. Okay, the second biggest disadvantage is uh, FIFA excluded 16-year-old boys, okay, uh, uh, from Africa coming to Europe, okay, because they want to protect the boys. You know, it sounds right, okay, because uh, um, dealing with uh, kids is uh, also not my favor, okay, but in that case, uh, it should be allowed that a 16-year-old African player could enter a European academy for the reason of uh, developing in his football skills and also for integrational reasons uh, into the game, okay? But it doesn't. It's not happening, okay? So the, the player can only move after he's 18. So we have now the situation that he cannot go to Bundesliga. Now, the situation also with the top teams, you know, we, we, we went ahead, you know, uh, Mohamed Salah went to Basel, uh, Tete went to Standard Liege, Soa went to, or Trezeguet went to Erste Anderlecht with us. Just give you an example, okay? So these level of clubs are able to develop African players, okay? They are very good. But now we have the situation that these teams also have strong academies 
they developed a lot of players, okay? So they are not going to Africa anymore. It's not easy anymore, not easy. We have SEM in Basel still, okay? We just brought Imam Ashur to Mutiland, okay, from Egypt uh, this winter. But it's not easy, yeah, to anymore, it's not so easy anymore to bring an African talent to these kind of clubs, okay? Not as before, not like 10 years ago. So another disadvantage. The African talent nowadays, if it's not lucky, has to go to a smaller team, you know, to enter into Europe. A team which maybe doesn't have an own academy or not enough youth player, okay? But those teams can be good for a development like second division in Austria, okay? But they cannot pay any money, okay? So you as an agent, you fly, you pay everything there and there and there. And then you have to bring the boy to a club which cannot pay money. Okay. Normally it was like this. If a football club cannot pay money, he would give you uh, a participation on the next transfer. But this is forbidden. So your investment is vanishing, right? So now you can uh, answer your question. Does it make sense still? No, it clearly doesn't. I mean, a cap of 6%, given yes. the amount of cost that you incur while finding that player and discovering that player and giving that player an opportunity is in Europe. And also the fact that when you find a player in Africa, they don't go straight to the Premier League. As you say, they go to different leagues where they pay smaller salaries and smaller transfer fees. Now, whatever percentage you get out of that deal is clearly not enough. And I would imagine does not cover all the costs that you have invested. So no. how has FIFA yeah. arrived to this sort of commission cap? You are one of the yeah. leading agents in Africa, Sasha. Were you consulted by FIFA as they claim that they did consult all never. agents? And all never, 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 you consulted? never. Nobody from FIFA spoke uh, with me. And uh, I spoke also with another, with uh, some other top agents. They all deny that FIFA spoke with them. So I can only tell you nobody spoke with me. Embarrassing. Um, but for, for Africa, it is a complete disaster, okay, a complete disaster, because we all know that the football clubs are not scouting themselves. I mean, how, why a Bundesliga team should scout in Africa if they don't take the African player, okay? Or how a smaller team, which is, is, is interested in the African talent, how can they scout? How can they develop a network which leads them to the best players? You know, this costs years and and thousands of, of euros to come to this point, okay? But small clubs don't have this money, so they need service providers. So uh, they so we scout for them in Africa. We do the scouting. We tell them, there's a good player. Go and watch. Come with us, or I can bring him to trial, okay? Because otherwise, I have no chance, Okay. It is um, it is a, a matter of it is a matter of fact. Okay, um, in my opinion, it's very frustrating uh, if FIFA would try that. Uh, FIFA uh, there is now a lot of claims, by the way, in Europe uh, against those FIFA regulations. Mm. And so they're in they're they're in um, they're in France, they're in Belgium, they're in England, they're in Germany, they're in Austria. Okay. So the academies here are also full, okay? They are full, okay? Wow. There are a lot of uh, 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 talents produced, 
Okay, so uh, for football clubs, it's very con or more convenient to take a player from France or Belgium to Germany than taking somebody from Senegal or Ghana. Okay, so, but if we want to bring those beautiful talent, what Africa has, okay, we have to fight a lot. And if you have to fight a lot, it costs money and you need support and you do not need people like FIFA or I can even tell you some FAs, okay, which are not helping you, they are doing the opposite. Mm. Okay. So, um, so if you if you if you uh, if you want to to succeed here, is is a tough world. Okay, it's a tough. Yeah. My opinion, so, what I said, we sh it should be more academic. Yeah, yeah. So, given the fact that the agency institutions should be more academic, where it seems to me you do support the fact that exams are important and certifications are important and the license is important. What are, let's say, three to five other amendments or inclusions or changes that you do believe should come through with these agent regulations to make it fair and free for all? I remember I asked Gil um, on, on the first episode of the series that where was FIFA Pro when FIFA was making these decisions for the FIFA agent regulations? Because at the end of the day, it comes back to the player who is suffering. Gil gave a perfect description of how an agent is more, more or less like a farm, a father, like a you know, like family for the player. Wherever he takes, he or she takes them, they're supposed to make sure that their whole life is complete. And I know that FIFA Pro works for the betterment of a player. So of course, players do need their agents to have a, a, a yeah. superb experience in whichever country they go to. So where was FIFA Pro and what are the changes that you would suggest need I mean, to come through? No, no. I, I mean, we don't need to fight FIFA license. I'm completely against it. I don't need the oh, license wow. from FIFA. I studied at university sports science. Okay. Do you want to compare uh, a multiple choice test with, with a, a full university study? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Okay. And it's the same as if somebody is a lawyer, why should he have a FIFA license? You know, to, to, uh, you know what I mean? He's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Under national laws. So, um, no, this is uh, not necessary. What is necessary is probably that only somebody should register as an agent if he has a university degree. Okay. Because yeah. the work is very, very complex, very complex the sports business okay and it's not so easy as people think and by the way we are not giving only consultancy to football players we are giving also consultancy to football clubs because the club is asking for the talent the club wants help in africa the club wants to help here 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 they don't have enough stuff you know what i mean yeah can we have so much stuff to cover all the african countries i mean as we talk we may have uh, uh, five Drogba's, two Salah's, and uh, three Ito's somewhere in Africa, and nobody knows where. Mm. Okay? So, in my opinion, the FAs should accept people with university degree. Okay? Former players, they should uh, uh, maybe also go to the universities and uh, uh, offer integral uh, courses in the studies of sports science, sports management, uh, law, or whatever. Okay, 
but uh, it should not be supported that a multi multiple choice test mm. is replacing um uh you know uh, uh you know the 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 intellectual masters, yeah. masters um, which are needed to uh, uh run such a complex business yeah on the highest level okay i mean i totally agree with you for someone who also has a master's degree in international sports management i get to explain to you and even just clearly tell you and i'm sure you can tell from the conversation as well that my understanding of the industry has just gone up so if i'm going to be an agent or whichever position within the football ecosystem i'm i'm well baked i'm fit for that role and you're right people with degrees should be the ones doing the job because sometimes especially here in africa they mix the role of an intermediary and an agent and because like you were saying that a player will find it hard to tell the difference between an agent with a degree and an agent without a degree in the end the player may lose out they may get cheated the agent may go into dubious deals and all of those things so at the back of my mind i see fifa in an attempt trying to take out the chaff within the football agency network at the same time they are shooting themselves in the foot by bringing all of these barriers to create you know an an open system because if these regulations should go through i'm sure you can even support this in 5 to 10 years there will be a reduction of agents who are focused on players and more of agents who want to work with clubs because the caps for working with a club is more than the caps for working with the players and the and in the end we wouldn't hear of any salaries any monies any kulibalis and then africa is going to suffer big time which isn't fair i mean did infantino and his boys really think deeply about this and did they even give the fa's the chance to say we are we are for this we are against this and one thing i liked which is a standing point that every agent can use in court is that fifa is not a state and when you're not a state you have no rights to bring regulations that will affect the people who are working within that industry of all countries in the world so i believe there should be collective action class action against this to put so much pressure on fifa or else they are going to lose our big time big big time in in my opinion in my opinion uh as you know me you know we are only a short time on this planet okay and it is not you know specifically about me i tell tell you something about me it is not only about you know to collect money and become wealthy okay the way of your life is your way okay mm. which means when i'm old okay i will remember the memories i had in africa the friendship what i have okay because without my friendship to yahya ali to ibrahim azab or to Kurto Kraku uh, in the former days Gigi Mohammed um uh Shafi Dauda in Tanzania I can only tell you there would be nothing mm. would be nothing because they demand also from me help us help the talent to go help us uh, uh that the clubs are developing better so I so so it's something I subscribed myself 15 years ago okay it's a kind of mission and i want to succeed i just say as it is it's becoming more and more difficult 
who plays an African player even before without those regulations, okay? And now it could become impossible. Mm. And this is not fair. This is not right. And I don't think that anybody in Africa wants that. Mm. Wow. 100%, Zasha, 100%. It's been a truly fascinating conversation, just getting your insights and following through with your experience on the continent. In fact, I, I, I was thinking it was just Salah and um, a few others, but you really do know a lot of the players because you've worked with them, talking about Vosa. Vosa was how many years ago when I was a, you know, a, a young boy. So I'm, 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 I'm in awe of your work. And I do know that your insights are ex extremely powerful because you've been here, you've done that, you understand this ecosystem. I do hope that the right people are listening to our conversation and they will be able to hopefully connect with you, get your, get your insights, give you a platform, maybe do what I suggest people should do now to save I, face. I can only tell you I'm here. Uh, mm. I'm especially here for the African players, for the African clubs. Uh, I would like to help uh, and it makes me very happy if I uh, could give somebody a good life yeah. and a good career. Yeah. Um, somebody with a heart who has been in Africa can't act differently. Okay. Yeah. So, but professionalized, okay. It should be more professionalism is, is correct. Okay. But it could, should be academic or with former football players, which know the game, okay? And then I think we uh, can develop a good platform and succeed. I, I think we need more chances for African players. It should be easier that they can enter the highest level of football because we know all, okay, that African Africa can do more. We have yeah. seen it in Morocco, yeah? But unfortunately, yeah. there are a lot of Moroccan players which are born in France, which played there. Okay, wow. uh, but what I want is I want to see you know Africa in the semi-final of the World Cup. Okay, with African-born players. Okay, but therefore I need support, and I do not need uh, somebody who is uh, doing the opposite. Mm. Hopefully, FIFA would listen to you. Maybe do a forum for agents. A number of forums for agents, get them to bring their ideas, IFAB follow through, and then they create change. And in the end, Africa will be saved and wouldn't become a victim of such regulations. Zasha, thank you once again. We're truly honored to have your opinions. We would definitely reach out to you in the future to come on the pod again. I hope to see you sometime in Ghana here when you do come. And yeah, I'm going to continue to enjoy the deadline day um, transfer um, episodes and then also continue to do the great work. I do believe that through your fantastic agency, another seller will come through. I feel it deeply within me and I know that you wouldn't stop until that happens. So thank you once again to our thank audience. You. Bless you till next week. Okay, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Have a nice week.